the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association with today's message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane, President of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. And I'm Terry Reed, a director at SAPSA. We are here to reassure you, you can believe the Bible from the first verse. Scott, it is my understanding that when you were young, you were a great fan of NASA and the program to land a man on the moon. (laughs) That's right, Terry. As a kid, I could name every astronaut of every mission and describe the hardware. As a teacher, I showed my students a video of the first moon landing. Then, of course, you remember the lunar landing module from the first moon landing. Of course, it was the Eagle. Neil Armstrong gave those famous words, Houston, Tranquility Base here, the Eagle has landed. I have some interesting science trivia for science buffs. Did you know that when the Eagle took off from the moon to reconnect with the command module Columbia, that was the first time the Eagle's ascent engines had ever been fired? They had never even been tested. That sounds nuts. The ascent engines had to work or the astronauts would be left on the moon to die. Why did NASA not test the engines first? Well, the engineers were trying to make things as simple as possible to reduce the risk of something going wrong. So as fuel, they used hypergolic propellants where the rocket fuel and oxidizer ignite on contact. No ignition source is needed, so there's one less thing that can go wrong. But the propellants were so corrosive, at the end of each use, the engines had to be rebuilt. So the final assembly could never be tested. So the ascent engine had to work the first time it was ever fired, or the astronauts were dead. That makes me think of the bombardier beetle. What about the bombardier beetle? The bombardier beetle mixes chemicals together to make a noxious spray come out of its back end to deter predators. Hydrogen peroxide and hydroquinones come in contact with enzymes causing an explosive reaction to take place yielding water, quinones, heat, and gaseous oxygen, all at 212 degrees. So if this did not work right the first time it was needed, this beetle would just be eaten by a predator. That's right. Of course, the Darwinists would have a rescuing device called co-option. Co-option? Right. For complex mechanisms, they say a component of the mechanism would have been developed for some other purpose then something just had to be added. In the case of the bombardier beetle, the National Center for Science Education website states, therefore all pre-bombardier beetle had to do was direct some of that hydrogen peroxide into its collection bladder, develop a little valve between the collection bladder and the vestibule chamber, and finally supply the catalase and peroxidase in the vestibule. So that is all it had to do. 
They make it sound so simple. Yeah, through nice storytelling, the Darwinists make everything sound so simple. The truth is that if this beetle did not have the designed into him combustion tubes, transfer plumbing, storage tanks, and vent tubes, he would have blown up every time he got scared, ending his species. His intricate defense system had to be fully functional and work on the first try, just like the lunar module ascent engine. And remember, all of these modifications would have had to have been developed through genetic mutations. And again, genetic mutations are nothing more than copying errors in the instructions for making a creature, which are called DNA. I guess if I take the instructions for making a bottle rocket and make enough errors in the instructions over a long enough period of time, I will end up with instructions to make the Saturn V rocket that got men to the moon. Do we have some other examples of these types of animals? You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org. Terry, nature is just filled with examples of God's creatures which demonstrate his complex designs. In fact, we could just keep giving examples program after program and never run out. Can you do another example on this program? Well, a woodpecker has an exceptionally strong beak so that the beak will not get squished flat when it hits the tree. What keeps the beak from getting pushed through the skull? The woodpecker also has an exceptionally thick skull. Well, the impact against the tree would still give the woodpecker a concussion. It would, but the woodpecker has cartilage between its beak and skull, which acts as a shock absorber. And one species of woodpecker has its tongue wrapped all the way around its head, which again acts as a shock absorber. Again, if the Darwin rescuing device of co-option were true, each of these features by themselves would have some survival advantage, and you would see other birds with one or two of these features. That is correct, but the only bird that has any of these features is the woodpecker, which has all of these features. I wonder how the Darwinists explain that. And that is not all. The woodpecker has the ability to close its double eyelids when it hits the tree to hold its eyeballs in their sockets and protect his eyes. Then it reopens in between hits so he can re-aim. So is that all we have to say about woodpeckers? Actually, no, there's more. It has special feet and tail feathers so that it can hang on to the tree it is banging on. Between its talons and stiff tail, it creates a sturdy tripod as a base from which to propel its head with great force. But what good does all of this head banging do? Why make holes in trees? It is making holes in trees to get at bugs. The woodpecker has a long tongue with barbs on it for reaching insects inside the tree. It also makes glue for the tongue to make insects to stick to it. What keeps the woodpecker from choking with the insects stuck to its tongue? It also makes a solvent to release the insects so the woodpecker can swallow them. That is a lot of components that would have to have been developed for other purposes that all came together to form a woodpecker. Again, yes. And if each of these components had survival value in and of themselves, we should see them in other birds. But we just see them all in woodpeckers. As we keep pointing out, it takes a lot more faith to not believe in God than to believe in Him. Are there some other animals that we can talk about in the time that we have? So the giraffe has a really big heart to pump blood up its long neck to his brain. 
What happens when it puts its, its head down to drink water and the heart pumping blood to the brain is pumping with gravity and not against gravity? Well, fortunately, he has valves in his neck to keep the blood pressure to his brain from becoming too great when he puts his head down to drink water. He also has a sponge-like set of capillaries behind his brain, which slows all blood coming into his brain. What if a lion starts chasing him while he is drinking? When he raises up, three pre-programmed things occur so that he does not pass out. The sponge-like organ behind his brain squeezes out blood to his brain to give him instant oxygen. The valves and the arteries of his neck open up to allow blood to start flowing back up his neck from his huge heart. And the valves and the veins leading back down his neck close momentarily to create back pressure so that his head does not drain of blood before his heart can again pump blood all the way up his neck. Thus, he can run from a predator. If all this was not designed into him from the creation, he would be the lion's dinner for the very first time he was attacked as he passed out on the ground, simply trying to raise up his head. I think of Psalm 104. Psalm 104 says, How many are your works, Lord? In wisdom you made them all. The earth is full of all your creatures. Darwinists are better at answering the why than the how. Uh, now let's talk about the placenta and the time we have left. The placenta? Is that the thing that comes out when a baby is born, known as afterbirth? The placenta is a lot more than just something that comes out with a baby. In people as well as mammals, during pregnancy, the placenta, which is neither part of the mother or the baby, serves as the lungs, liver, digestive system, urinary system, and endocrine system for the developing baby. The baby is different from the mother. The placenta protects the baby from being rejected by the mother. The placenta allows what is needed from the mother to pass from the mother's blood to the baby's without the baby's blood coming in contact with the mother's blood. And the baby is able to excrete waste through the placenta back to the mother's blood. That sounds like a lot of blood going from the mother into the placenta. It is. Blood flow from the mother to the placenta goes through about 20 arteries and reaches a total flow rate of about one pint per minute. These arteries are connected to the uterus and are severed when the placenta comes out. 20 arteries are severed? What keeps the mother from bleeding to death? Well, each of the severed arteries has its muscular sphincter that acts like a surgeon's hemostat to close the artery when severed. Truly amazing. And again, according to the Darwinists, all of the genetic information to create this incredible organ called the placenta, as well as all of the other things we talked about, was added through genetic mutations, which are, again, nothing more than copying errors in the DNA. I find it much less of a stretch to believe Psalm 139. For you created my inmost meeting. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org. Or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletters. You can also call 210-599-7240 to request having the newsletter emailed to you. Our website also has a contact information link on which you can order our newsletters or get other information or questions to us. 
Also, go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That's whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That's Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. SABSA meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. at the Jim's Restaurant at the corner of San Pedro and Ramsey. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of hundreds of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of the show, you can listen to the show anytime by going to the AM630 KSLR website, The Word in South Texas website. Click on the KSLR podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane, and for Terry Reed, thanks for listening, and we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.